This podcast is a production of Digital and Creative Media Works. To help support us, head to dcm.works to find links to our other show notes, Patreon, and merch. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alfredo's podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works. My name is David DCM, Creative Director, Lead Writer, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Ben. Hello. Hi, we're extremely tired, tired, but we're here with. I'm with the. I'm bringing we're, the energy. We're, we're, we're dedicated. Bringing to the, the energy to you to in your cause. home, right into your ear holes, even if you don't want it. It's <sighs> non-consensual energy. And this week, Ben, we are talking about the humor of Bo Burnham's words, words, words. Art is dead. Art is dead. Words. Words, words, words. It sounds words. weird in an Australian accent. Words, 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 words. Words, words, words. Words, words, words. Words, words. Now. Uh, there's a bit of context so we've done a few episodes on Bo Burnham and people seem to really enjoy them so we're going to do more of them because so we we're slaves to the views we're slaves to you the viewer who enjoys things that we do so that's what we're doing more of what you enjoy hopefully if you don't enjoy it leave a five star review on iTunes <laughs> to tell us <laughs> to why. tell us that you don't yeah yeah. because um, it's like a five star it's like a, I think the five star is about the quality of the review not necessarily about the quality of the show that's how I seem five stars is how emo- is how like um, not emotional how passionate you are so yeah. if you really hate it you five, five star it because you're super passionate about yeah. how much you hate it which makes sense given some of the podcasts that are in like the top charts when you think about yeah. it yeah throwing shade at you iTunes top chart podcasts most of you are fine um, yep. so this week we're talking about words 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 now this was Bo Burnham's second um, comedy stand up special what was the first the one? The first one was just self-titled Bob Burnham, I think. What was the last one? Uh, the last one was uh, For some make context happy. at home. Yeah. Last one was Make Happy. And then the one before that was... Um, there was What somewhere what? in there. Yeah, What was So there's what four of them before? so far. Yeah, but I the thought first... this was the first one then. No, the first one is just, just called Bob Burnham, Burnham, I think. And then, and the then it was Words, Words, But Bob Burnham was an album. It wasn't a stand-up comedy special. Yeah. Whereas Words, Words, Words was the first of the comedy specials that was commissioned originally. And then What? Was what? The, and, then it, and then it was Netflix then... commissioned for the last one for Make Happy. Yeah. And those were the only ones that he was contracted so with. We so we did them in a weird order. We did... I think we did what, what and then first and then make, make happy, happy and, now and now we're going back, back towards what's 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 <laughs> well, what's interesting is that Bobon has basically said he's taking a break from comedy for a while, which I no. understand. Well, I get it. Like he no. he pretty much grew up like working on it, and I get I get why you want to take a break. Um, he has said though, if um him and Watsky are like buds, Bobon was actually in one of well, Watsky's I'm... music videos. Yeah, so he is actually. So yeah. they've said if if Bo said if he comes back to to music or to comedy, It'll then be he, they might collaborate on something, <laughs> which would be kind of badass. Um, it's it's weird because there's so many. You when you say that he's friends with Watsky, that's really funny because there are so many Bo Burnham ripoffs out there, and so many Watsky ripoffs. Like, yeah. like uh, I know what you white mean. boys and Glee clubs who think they're funny. Did you try and say Glee club and Geek club at the same time, and then say Gleek club? Glee clubs. Yeah, that's Gleek, what I call Gleek them. Club. I call them Gleek clubs. That's horrifying. <laughs> I, them, I, I don't, like don't that call them all. Glee clubs. I call them Gleek clubs. Um, what do you think of? Okay, so I have. I don't know if I love this album as much as the other ones. I think from a baseline, I guess this might be a good place to start. It's less funny, I think. I don't think it's that good. <laughs> yeah, like it. I, it's it's one of the weird things where when it first like I I prefer the songs on it because it's nice because it's got words words words, which is one of my favorite Bo Burnham songs. Interesting. And apart from that, it's got like you don't like much of the stand up. No, <laughs> not I quite really. Like, I thought that the... I don't think it's as good as... I mean, some of it's good. It's got... 
most of it's just the the classic Bo Burnham misdirection jokes, which a um, lot of those are quite funny. But I feel like they were, they're funny. But, but it's it was like the first time he'd done them, so I think he there, he there was like a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of and there's a lot of reliance on like wordplay, which I guess given the name is fair. Yeah, like it's a different. It's definitely more focused on the. I feel like spe- it's. It reminds me of Make Happy in that it's less music and it's more about the performance and like. I don't. I don't know. I think. I think it's a weird thing where it's. It's trying to be more about like the like the theme of the show is words. Like that's the theme of the day, and he's just right. going to make a whole bunch of jokes about words and Shakespeare, and like he well, doesn't thought, do a okay. poetry bit, which was funny. That was funny for two reasons. <laughs> that was funny on like three different levels. And it just escalated, and then you're like, oh, this isn't funny anymore. Now it's funny again. Yeah. This isn't fun- now there was it's nothing funny really like that, um, except maybe the Shakespeare bit, but even then. Yeah, mm. I would thought the Shakespeare bit was. Cl- I thought that was, again, like a lot of this was clever more than it was funny. Yeah. And I thought that was a really interesting difference. Whereas, like, Make Happy was not necessarily funny, but it wasn't trying to be clever. It was trying to make a point. And yeah. in doing that, it became funny. Whereas this, it felt like it was trying to be funny. And then by doing so, make a point. Like it just felt like a little bit less complex. I think, it, I think it's. I think it, the problem is, is that when you come to make no, when you come to words, words, words after what and make happy, right. it's just worse. Well, because he's evolved as an artist. Yeah, right? and this is like this is a problem with the order that we're doing this in. It's like watching where, Iron Man now, and you're like, ah, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's like fine, ooh, but it's like, like trying to be the Marvel formula, but it's, it's not just not. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Do you feel like that is something that like? Do you think that? works should get criticized for like for like where they live where they sit contextually yeah because we've talked about this a bunch but like sometimes a work can be enjoyed in a particular context and yeah that's fine you, like like a, like a work is important but it's not good yeah and like you can love a really bad film if it came at a time in your life when that was something that you needed yeah that doesn't necessarily mean that your criticism of it isn't valid but i feel like with this one in particular there are parts of it that just like are funny and clever but they're not as good as Bo Burnham's everything, like everything else he's done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's like I felt that particularly with like the one man <clears throat> shows joke. Whenever I listen to this album, I skip that because I just don't find that humorous at all. The one man show joke. Um, it's where he's like, I've been doing one man shows since like nineteen. Oh yeah, and he's like, and he goes through a bunch of serious, shit like, renditions. I just don't <laughs> like. I get it. I get why it's funny, but it just doesn't do anything for me. Whereas like a lot of like the um like the binary reality stuff is quite clever. Um. I really like the uh, the the rant. I particularly enjoy. Um, do, you have, do you have a song list? Well, I'm looking at the song list. So the way that it's yeah. structured is it goes song. So the songs are in capital letters. Yeah. And it's the little letters of the stand-up yeah. bits. Um, one of my favorite parts of this is the rant. That's the one about religion where it's like I've uh, I went to Catholic school for four years and garage band for f- 10 minutes. And this is the result of that. And it's really good. That's like one uh, of my favorite song. Yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like talking about like, oh, just, you know, like, it's, it's okay to buy slaves, sell the slaves of your heart. Yeah. And then it goes on to talk about the, the logistics, logistics of, of buying and selling slaves. Buying and selling slaves. And it's, it's like, like, the Bible's kind of like a metaphor. Instead <laughs> of like, like, that's so clever. Yeah. The whole thing is so... I, I think that's that song in particular is clever because what it doesn't do is it doesn't bash religion. It bashes the idea of religion, which I think is a very different... That one, no, that one in particular, like the way that that song plays out, it's like you're allowed to you're allowed to think that the Bible is a valuable story, but what you're not allowed to do is pick and choose various bits of it to believe in, and that's the biggest problem with religion. Yeah, language, is you can't be like, well, the Bible's a, the Bible's the moral guide when 
It's also it's like, a metaphor. When it's but like, also you shouldn't take all of it. At, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like this complicated thing where it's like actually that's not really how it works. If you're going to be religious in that way, it should be that you take that you take a moral lesson from it, not that you take it, not that you pick and choose different bits. Like I don't know. I just think that's a good message. Yeah, it's a funny way to do it. And I think the the song ends with um, like he gets into like kitty fiddling with priests, which is funny. But the bit before that is about like it's always funny. Well, it's like always funny. Anytime that you can point out that the church it's, is, it's the Tim Minchin joke. It's just yeah. just point out the fact that they fiddle kitties and it's yeah. it's because everyone gets good. uncomfortable and it's yeah. always good. Um, yeah, I thought that was quite good. What's funny, which is what it opens with, um, like the actual words, words, words. Yeah, well, the yeah. actual performance section of it opens with what's funny because the other two bits are recorded in studio oh yeah there are studio versions yeah. yeah and like i thought that what's funny like again it's just like a good bit of bo burnham intro like yeah what's f- <sighs> again it's the kind of thing where like songs like words 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 and like kind of art is dead not so much but songs that are like actual songs that can stand on their own don't require context of being at a comedy show those are always good like i always enjoy those right um it's just everything else in this isn't on the same level again it's like it's not on the same level as the previous things and like even like um, what has um uh uh nerds which is like an amazing song that he recorded in studio afterwards which has nothing to do with the rest it's just like a good song yeah and then like this has i think the closest this one comes is probably the art is dead or like maybe rant maybe like but and like men and women is a song that would stand by itself and it's fun and it's funny and like That's but it's not- just like not as good as his other stuff. I like Men and Women. I think it's a good song. Yeah, like, I mean, it's all good. Like, yeah. but it's just not... It's that kind of thing where you can tell that he was evolving into the 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 songwriter and the comedian that he was going to become. And that's kind of interesting in and of itself that you can see that slow progression because he had such gaps. Like, you know, there's like a two-year gap between each special, I yeah. believe, off the top of my head. And you can see the delineation between them in as far as his ability to have that skill set and his jokes and the sophistication and even, like, the conceit of the shows... You know, like what opens with um, him in the hoodie, and then the music starts playing, and then he like rips off all of like he has like tearaway clothing. That's like a funny bit. Yeah. And then make happy opens make with happy is just the same a thing. Fever dream where he's it's it's a guy in a hoodie on the stage. Like he opened his last comedy special, and Bo walks on stage and is like, "Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Get out of my seat!" <laughs> and it's like a fun like way to treat that. Whereas this was before there was a narrative that went along with his comedy that yeah. he was this performer who you don't know when he's performing. Like, that narrative didn't exist for this. It's just comedy. Yeah, which I guess comes back to... Yeah, it's interesting. When we talked about Make Happy last time, we talked about this idea that you don't know where Bill... Fucking cat. Oh, no, it's not a cat. It's a human <laughs> being again. Again. Um, It's like the difference between Bill Burnham as the character and then Bill Burnham as the person... Right, and we're in like things like make happy. He like blood. He tr- like blood the line between this like hyper depressed, like you know, yeah, lost character and the fact that he's also he's the also same. Like but it, um, and I think the fact that Bo has this ability that may, and you know, maybe it's just that he's really clever, and I think it might be. <laughs> but like, it's to the point he's where like playing chess when we're all playing yeah, checkers. That's exactly it, and like I think he knows the power of the social media, like. <laughs> lack of presence he has and the way that he's used that to craft his image and a whole like just everything all of his public facing stuff contributes toward that image but this was before that image really existed in a solid way so it feels like it lacks that level like that extra layer that makes a lot of it like doubly clever where you're like you know in make happy there's the 
bit that he stole from Kanye, which is the Pringles thing. And, like, that's a genius bit at the end of a show. Shit, what part's that? You know when he's, like, you can't fit your hand inside a Pringle can, and it's, like, it's all, like, auto-tuned? Oh, yeah. Just ran at the end. (laughs) Yeah. He stole it from, like, a Kanye show because he thought it was funny. Uh, It's, like, an amazing bit, but when you think about it in the context of, if it's Bo Burnham's character playing... If it's Bo Burnham's character who thinks that that's a clever bit doing that bit, what Bo is saying is that Kanye doing that bit is dumb. But if it's Bo Burnham thinking it's funny to do that bit because it was dumb, then he's not playing the character of Bo Burnham, which tells you that the character of Bo Burnham wouldn't think that's funny because the character of Bo Burnham is this depressed, like art- artistic like kind of character. Right. And it's just this complexity that adds to that joke in a way that you don't really think about until afterwards. Yeah, and then you realize that's like, oh, wait. Who wait? Who did yeah, I just like, go wait, and see? What? And like, it's like what? that kind of thing where in this show in particular, like it's just a lot of the segues. Like I don't know, it just feels like less of a neat show, particular. And you know, they cut stuff out. For I mean, he literally, album. he literally, like you know, makes the segues a weird joke. Yeah, I mean, which is like fine. It's like fine if you if you have no actual segue. That's that's always a classic. And I get classic the, I, segue joke. But it's like segues a, are weird. But it's like again, is the character. If it was in the later ones, I'd be like, oh, maybe it's the character doing yeah. it. Yeah. Or is it Bo making fun of the character that he's playing? Like, there's a level of Well, because in, the, in, these first, in these first ones, you don't really get an idea of Bo as a character. He is mm-hmm. kind of just being, he's just being himself. himself. Which is fine. And I think that maybe... Or maybe... maybe, or maybe not. Maybe the entire meta-narrative is in, in the first show, he's doing a very good job of playing the character and that's the problem and the character isn't unhinged at all but in the behind the scenes he's still feeling <laughs> terrible he's just that's the first show is the mask the first show is the mask succeeding yeah because in the other shows he talks in the later shows he talks uh... about how it's like oh man that'd be crazy he comes onto the stage and puts on the smile and words 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 is him going onto the stage putting on the smile interesting so it's that'd it's, be ridiculous. it's almost so there's two ways of thinking about it he's either known this all along or he very cleverly retconned this first show like the world's so best retcon with yeah yeah <laughs> so that it fits in with the narrative yeah. he wrote out like that's like which um, is why it's full of bad jokes Oh, I mean, a lot if that was true. But then it's like, you're just apologizing for the fact that he was still learning how to do comedy. Yeah, but, he's, then it's but like, he but retconned he, it into a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like that kind of thing. It's like, oh, well, you can excuse that because he was making a point. It's like, yeah, but maybe just make funny jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if that was the case, that'd be fine. But he's probably, he probably just was still learning. No, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but I think that. But hey, you can spit it that way. So. It, yeah. I mean, and like one of the themes throughout his work that Art is Dead covers and that um, Nerds, co- uh, not Nerds, but uh, yeah, which is the one, well, can I think what the show ends with in what? Let me double check. Um, what ends with, oh, what's the YouTube one? Uh, doesn't it end with the... Um, well, I'm thinking of the stage performance and how that ends. It, um, doesn't it end with like him splicing together? Yeah, so it goes, it goes repeat stuff. Yeah. And repeat stuff is like the same theme as Art is Dead, right? Where it's like artists are just basically like these sour yeah. whores who like like Art is Dead is like one end of the spectrum where it's like basically like artists just want to make money now. There's no integrity. And then repeat stuff is like people consuming it also don't understand that artists still have no integrity. Yeah, doesn't what end with when he's like pointing to the voices? Yes. And that's, that one? That's such a clever... That's really smart. It's so smart and like, it's one of those things where I think that words, 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 just like it lacks a bit of that kind of... It lacks a good finesse. ending. <laughs> it just yeah. kind of 
Stop. But then it's like, it's like <laughs> is that how the stage show ended? Because I don't know. Um, I don't know, because I listened to the Spotify. Because Oboe's pretty good. Like, Oboe is like a good song, but it's not... It lacks like the, the punch of his other endings. Like, even like Make Happy, that has an awesome ending. And like, o- Oboe what? is good, but like, it's... It's it's one of... Oboe is one of his like, his really popular songs before... Oboe was like words, 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 where it's like, it's one of his big songs. Right. So it's almost just like ending. It's like, it's one of those things that you do in a musical performance. It's like you two ending you, a show with Beautiful Day or something. Yeah. Like Vertigo. It's like, it's such a, it makes it really apparent that it's his first show. Right. Because he's ending on one of his really popular songs. That makes sense. Um, which, I, which like, I don't hate, but it's just, no. it just feels like there was more that could have been done with that. And like, I get it. He was like evolving or whatever. But I think that speaks to the volume of like the amount of effort and finesse that goes into the other shows. Like it's mm. good to contextualize it with like, this is where he started. And you look at the, like where he ends and like how complex and well choreographed those shows are. Yeah. And just the journey from funny kid who plays funny piano songs. And to, says penis a lot. And says dick a lot to yeah. this like incredibly complex stage performance. That's about performance and performing where he sometimes plays a character and stuff. Like, it's just incredibly complicated and really clever. And it's nice to be able to trace the line through and go, well, that's where he started. That's where he ended. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to be like, there are clever, you can see like the start of some of that stuff in this one as well. Like particularly um, the haikus and the sonnet bit, not necessarily the end of it, which is Shakespeare, but the haikus and the sonnets feed into a joke in what, which is about like poetry where he um, reads poems and then, it's all like he's reading from a book and then he puts the book on his head and he's and like, just, I'm lying to you. Yeah. You know, I'm lying. He's like, there's nothing the in this book. Yeah. And that, that kind of sonnet haiku bit kind of leads into that where it's like the joke that poetry is just empty and worthless and like just a worthless exercise in like just philosophy. Like it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And that's kind of, again, like that comes into art, art, art and like even oh, art, art, art. Rant. And then like the traditional stand-up, like the whole theme of words, words, words is like basically most art is like kind of worthless if you're just trying to sell it, but at the same time, what choice do you have in a lot of yeah. ways? And then like really great artists are probably just kind of lucky. Like <laughs> that's a big theme in this in this particular album. But I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of cool to to sit back and be like, okay, I can see how we got from point A to point B. Um do you feel like, because this was like one of the biggest things that a lot of people said during our last episodes, particularly when we did um, what, was that Bo hasn't necessarily become funnier, but the complexity means that he needs to be less funny. Like, do you, is that something that you agree with? Like, I mean, yeah, that, he's... That the, more, the content ex- like means that you don't have to be... Well, like, I mean, when you, when, you, when you talk about someone being funny, like that's such a vague thing. Because there's so many different ways something can be funny. Right. Like, you can laugh. It's, like, you can have, like, sort of cringe humor where, like, the, you know, it's not particularly funny. It's just you get the feeling of funny because of right. the thing. So, like, the British office. Yeah. Um, not really the American office. Yeah. Um, and, but then you can, if you can get, like, you know, sort of actual funny or... No, not actual funny. Um, <laughs> traditional funny. You mean like laugh, laugh out loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like which is just most most stand up is sort of traditional funny, um, right? Or like loud funny, where it's like, it's like Bo's is very much not. Yeah, where, like where in this show, Bo he he touches on like elements of like traditional humor, especially with a lot of his like just misdirection stuff. Yeah. Um, but in his later shows, he gets funnier while dialing back on the 
sort of traditional meter and just sort of yeah. upping his sort of self-awareness. Um, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's like, a, like it's like a sliding scale. Yeah, yeah, it's like instead of just being traditionally funny, he's like, I'm going to be really self-aware and like really... Um, oh, I had the word and then it disappeared. Um, mm, sort of just like it. not really slapstick, <laughs> but just like deadpan kind of yeah thing. like uh like earnest delivery for stuff that is actually quite funny yeah or um, ridiculous it's it's yeah the same kind of place where tim mentioned went with that, yeah that level yeah, of satire yeah where, where instead of just going oh i'm gonna say i'm gonna rhyme penis with penis um and it's gonna be funny because because hip-hop yeah um you know it's it's like it's like what it's like what little dicky did where he moved from making songs about like getting blackout drunk yeah and like you know, <laughs> little, little diggy, and LB. he moved towards like making funny songs about the fact that he's a white kid. Yeah, rapping where he was where it's like, like this self awareness. He's not making jokes anymore. He's like he's doing things that make you feel uncomfortable, where most people will just kind of laugh at. Right, it's and like, like a weird natural response to just laugh at to laugh at things that garbage. Make, yeah, where it's yeah. like, but when you think about it, like you know his his album. LD's album opens with him interviewing Snoop Dogg to become a rapper where he's applying well, for the no, job. Snoop Dogg's interviewing That's him. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, Snoop is, uh, Little Dicky is, is that he's doing a job interview for becoming a professional rapper yeah. with Snoop Dogg. Mm. It's ridiculous. It's a good song. It's amazing and it's ridiculous. It's really funny. <laughs> and the concept of that is, is it works so well because it knows that it's ridiculous and, and it's self-aware in a way that you don't have to be like, oh, this is stupid. You can be like, oh, I get what, yeah. what this means. Like you need to have an interview with Snoop Dogg too. Yeah, which is like a, a funny thing. Just like this, just like a funny thing. But the cause... self-awareness of it where he's yeah. like, with the content of it means that you don't laugh out loud the whole time. But what you do is you're like, oh, that's funny for these reasons. And it's funny contextually. It's not like, oh, I'm laughing the whole way. <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think uh, Bo Burnham is the kind of humor where if you enjoy words, 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 you you have you have a like fifty percent chance of doing the other two. <laughs> yeah, I think like you you'll true. you'll either be in one of two camps. One of the camps where it's like it gets better, or one of the camps where you're like, oh, I'm not a fan of his new stuff. Yeah, like I don't know, um, it's just too like it's, it's just, not just funny. like yes, it's not funny anymore. It's esoteric, like <laughs> yeah, it's it's, but... it's it's that esoteric like Tim and Eric show kind yeah, of humor. Yeah, definitely. Um, except a bit less off the wall. It's a bit Less more the, palatable. Yeah, more. Um, it's it's a lot more approachable, but in, unlike a, in the, the weirdest way. Yeah, it sits on that weird spectrum of comedy that like could easily get deleted off YouTube, kind of thing. It's like it's yeah. on that spectrum of like a bit racy, a bit. And kind it's, of it's like, almost such a parody of itself that. Oh yeah, absolutely. It stops being a parody, and you're like, yeah. how like how far until you close the loop back up, and you're like, this is bad again. Mm. But Bo does a really good job of being like of like never like he always stops at the right point where he's like this is how you want this is i want you to understand what this is and every time you think it's going to get to the point where it's going to come back on that parody scale and become not funny again (laughs) he will like derail into something else that's like either a serious point about what he's trying to do or he'll move on to something that lets you know that he's self-aware of what's happening yeah like he'll go from um like a rant about doritos uh to like talking uh, like earnestly about performance and like the complexity of his relationship with the audience and then, go and back then he'll to do doritos. a batman joke and then go back to doritos yeah like <laughs> it's really clever but you don't necessarily have to be someone that's like super switched on or like super tuned in to find a lot of that funny but to get the subtext you have to pay a lot of attention i think that's nice because it rewards you 
for it rewards the the the, the the smart one, the diligent thinker, the the, the, the turned on a brain cells, <laughs> which most people who listen to the show are smarter than we are. So it's <laughs> it's pretty fair to say. It's not hard. Like, yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say you've done a pretty low dumb. bar. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I just think that if you haven't, so if you haven't watched the Netflix special, that's definitely like a good place to start. Yeah, start with the last um, one. What is also well, what's on YouTube <laughs> for free? So what's you on can, YouTube? You can uh, watch that on this his one. channel. I don't know. I. <sighs> I've n- I haven't seen. I don't think I've actually seen the stage show. For I've this not one. seen the stage show. No, I've only, I've only seen the see, album. I'd be interested to see if it's better because it probably might be. It might be better because a lot of his. I mean, I haven't work. seen him. You know, he makes the joke where he he makes a few uh, sort of cross media jokes like he does in the later ones. Um, well, no, he makes he makes like a cross. He makes like a fourth wall break where he references where he's like listeners on the CD you know i i look like a i look kind of like a bulldog right now yeah, like yeah. is that line or he does the, the lights in, where he turns it and he's like can i get a red light and everyone laughs he's like for people on the CD the lights didn't change that's why it was funny like yeah. you know what i mean um, whereas, that's, but that's funny for both the people listening and the people yeah, in the yeah well audience. in the in the later ones he he especially in what yeah he does jokes where which will affect like both like media, where I think one of the so jokes he's just like, "What's the worst thing about editors?" And about video editors, cuts. and it cuts. Yeah, I mean, and then in the audio, that's not even in there. That's in just the, not even in. It's there. not even in the thing. Oh, cool. and then in this in the stage performance, um, he throws confetti when he's like having he's like having a hypothetical conversation with his dad, and in the where his dad's like, um, "Son, I wish you would act less flamboyant on stage," and well, he's like, "You act too flamboyant on stage," and Bo's like, "Prove it!" And he throws confetti, mm. and on the audio. Bo throws the confetti and he says to the audience, for those listening on the CD, I just threw confetti. But on the in the stage show... He just throws the confetti. He throws the confetti and then he makes a joke about how... The CD listeners no, he the make No, he makes a joke about how um, it's funny because it was a hypothetical conversation with his dad, so he wins. Like It's like that. Like... Like, so, like, the joke changes? The joke changes wow. from the two formats. That's crazy. And it was like, whoa, like, that's ridiculous. Because that's one, that's one thing that I've, I, I hate. I fucking hate. Tell me. Like, comedy show DVDs. I think they are the lowest form of media. I'm, I'm going to piss off a lot of people right now. But I, I, fired I unironically, like, I 100% think that, like, comedy shows... Mm-hmm. And again, this is this is weird, but like comedy DVDs for just regular, regular comedians, no, just no stand- good, mate. are one hundred percent the lowest form of media. Also, it's not the right way to consume ever. a comedy stand-up show. Yeah, exactly. Like you're comedy you're honestly better off just having audio than the video. It's ridiculous. The video is so jarring and so and I I don't know why, but like I I've known people who are like, oh, let's watch this comedy special, and no, I'm like, no. no. Like absolutely not. Dude, I can't think of anything no worse. Good, no good. Than sitting in a the room. Expectation to have to laugh <laughs> yeah. when you're in a no fucking no. good. Like, I don't I, like it. I don't like. No, I'm with you 110. percent I have. And it. like in saying that, yeah, you know, I it's I it's what's the word? Uh, hypocritical of me because I enjoy Bo Burnham stuff, but it's kind of like watching Tim Minchin. It's not you're not supposed to laugh. The whole yeah, time. and also. It's different. Uh, there's music, so it's like you're able to actually enjoy a bit of bit of tunes. At least, at least with the the sort of the CD version of Spotify, um, yeah, where it's you can just have the songs and they're standalone and they're fun. Again, they're it's like to mention, but like I fucking hate like oh, like I can't even think of any comedians because I 
I generally don't like them. Um, but like, just, I, couldn't I can't think of any, anything worse. Than... Yeah, I, it, it's no good. <laughs> there, uh, Kevin Hart just put a he put a uh, Netflix special up. They're like a film. I get so many. Up. I get so many of those recommended to me, and I just nah. Yeah, just fuck off. And I was like, no, nah, I don't it's care. Not gonna be good. Like, like not, it's fucking, not a good way to consume comedy. Like S- Lewis, whatever it's C- Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yeah, fucking, you were good in that show. You're good what in the thing you did that? the one time. What was that show? And I'm no longer interested. What show was he in? Uh, he was good in that. Uh, Parks and Rec? No. <laughs> he's in Parks and Rec. Oh, is he? Yeah. No, but he, he's, he's, a, he's like a main character in those show. Um, well, he's, he has where he's like show depressed. Louis, which is quite good. Is it just Louis? Uh, it might just be Louis. I think so, yeah. It's actually um, quite good. He's good in that because it's a show, but like yeah, no. get your shit off Netflix. Don't, anyway. be, don't be watching comedy. Specific. That's a good place to end, I think. Um, <laughs> do you have any recommendations for this week? Anything that isn't a comedy show. Oh, wow. Fucking throwing shade. Well, you've been really busy, so I can't imagine that you've been (sighs) touching much. I've been playing Tekken 7, so... Nice. Get on that, I guess. Video games. Actually, I've been playing a video game also as well. Oh, wow. Which is very (laughs) unlike me. I've been playing the Darkest Dungeon DLC, Mm. and it has consumed my life. Is it hard? It's hard. What it it does is it makes the base game harder. Oh, that's good. So it's not really DLC, it's just... Well, no, there's a whole new storyline and everything, but it just, there's a whole new area and there's like a bunch of new mechanics and like new classes. But it's sort of just but it's the just, base game, but It's hard. more of the same, but harder and more, com- no, not harder, more complex. Right. So they add, there's new add diseases, like bunch, there's right, new mental conditions, yeah. there's new characters. Um, the really super cool mechanic that they've introduced is like, um, the there's a, there's, a, there's a disease you can get that means that your characters will want to feed like drink blood and you can like you can like have them drink other characters blood but it causes like stress and it also risks making the infection like spread but also if you don't have them drink blood they get like super weak and you can collect blood vials but you only have a limited number it's so good (laughs) it's such a good game so you get vampires so yeah you get a vamp boy um vamp boys and girls honestly so the base game is like 70 percent off right now so just like buy it i think think the dlc and the base game will hit you up for like 14 bucks in total so just buy it i fucking apparently just buy it sorry i got excited so i i bought i bought a game for full price david i bought tech for full price yeah (laughs) Yeah, my my wallet exploded yeah some some bodies on the floor somewhere a a bus of school children crashed yeah i've i've like unsettled the balance you have you've ruined the balance of the universe Mm. Uh, but as always, Ben, it's the time of the week. Where can people find us? Facebook. Yep, DCMWorks Social. YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash DCMWorks. Twitter. At DCM underscore works. Patreon. Patreon.com slash DCMWorks. You can get lots of free exclusive... It's not free, but it's exclusive content. You can get a lot of free paid you get a lot of paid stuff ex- that you get for free if you pay for it. <laughs> uh, it's like we have, we have Open to Suggestion, which is our Patreon-only show. It's great. Uh, it's okay. It, oh, it's amazing. It has yeah. good episodes. <laughs> episode. Actually, this yeah. week's E3 episode is turning out quite nicely. Mm. In the middle of editing that. Yep. Um, so check that out if you want. Uh, it's a little bit more like the old stuff we did, but it's more heavily edited, so it's higher yeah, quality. Yeah, it's a lot like the garbage stuff that we used to do on this show. But not as bad. Because uh, it's paid content. Why? What mm. are you trying to what sabotage about? It's for, not ben? bad. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, and also, we have another podcast I have with Scott and some of my other buddies, uh, Phone a Friend, which he'll be on eventually. Ring, ring. Um, so if you go to iTunes, you can search for that. Uh, if you like this show, make sure you drop a fat review wherever you... Five stars if you hate you, it. Five, five stars, stars if you, if you it. love it. 
Uh, if you three stars, if you're kind of middling, it doesn't matter. No, still five. Still five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drop us a fat review. It does help. It also helps other people find the show, which is good. Uh, best or a thin f- review. We don't judge. Yeah, or like an average, word. like an average BMI like an average, review yeah, kind of situation. Twenty four. That's average BMI. Sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have anything else I wanted to plug. No. Um, I'm at DCMI Hate Pie. I'm at Literal Citrus. And we'll see you guys next time. It was probably a song that reminded me of it. Or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I that had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 